Great, great. Um, that worship was awesome. Like I wish it could continue for hours and hours and hours. So thank you to the worship team for doing such an awesome job. Uh, it's just beautiful, you know, how we connect through worship, you know, through the songs, and um, it's wonderful. So I want to take the time to thank everybody for coming today. Um, the couple over there, um, I don't know your names, but uh, th- what are your names? If- Josh? Jessica, okay, nice to meet you. Thank you for coming. I think you came last Sunday as well. So thank you for making the effort. Uh, let me tell you that God is a grateful God. And an hour that you take of your time, you know, on Sunday to come to church, does count for the Lord. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I just get very excited, you know, when I see people, you know, coming to church. And I think God gets more excited about it. So I'm assuming you're probably been doing a lot of celebrations uh, during this week. I have in my job, uh, I have the, the management Christmas party, the company party, the client's party. Uh, tomorrow I have the department's party. So I have like three or four more parties to attend to. Um, so it's a little, it's, it's pretty exciting. So today I want to take you to the book of John chapter 3. And um, I want to speak to you about the best gift that we can give to Jesus. How many of you like giving gifts? Raise your hand. How many of you like receiving gifts? Awesome. How many of you, when you get a gift, you also get the receipt in case the person doesn't like your gift, they can exchange it? Yes, a couple of you do too. Yeah. I, I have received gifts, you know, with receipts. Um, I never return them because I don't feel... Um, 100% right, but uh, it's okay if you do it. So, Anyway, so the best gift that we can give to Jesus, uh, this is a time of celebration, a time of happiness. Um, when I was a little kid and I was going to uh, junior high, I remember that I had uh, a few classmates that every time there was Mother's Day or Christmas, they never had money to buy a present, you know, to give to their parents or to their moms. Uh, especially because for some reason, uh, in a lot of countries in Latin America, they don't celebrate Father's Day. Um, they usually celebrate only Mother's Day. But that's why, uh, I know that doesn't happen here, but I'm just saying, you know, in Latin America, that's uh, a lot of that happens. But um, anyways, so sometimes, you know, kids didn't have money to buy a gift, you know, for their mom or for Christmas. So what the teacher used to have us do was just to draw something, you know, like on a piece of paper and write like a loving message. And uh, then they would call all the moms or the, or the parents, you know, for Christmas. And we would make like a public celebration. And uh, some kids, you know, who had money, you know, they had presents, you know, that they could give to their parents. And then some students who didn't have money, they just bring, you know, that piece of paper with a drawing and like a beautiful loving statement, you know, in the front saying like, I love you, mom, or, or Merry Christmas. Um, so we, there's nothing that we can do that can impress God because nothing, we cannot buy our salvation. We cannot gain salvation through good works. 
No matter how good you are, salvation is not earned through works. It is earned through Jesus Christ. So salvation is a gift. And we celebrate Christmas because that's the main reason. You know, Jesus came and he died for us on the cross. But there's a gift that I think we can give to Jesus. And the good news is that you can not only give it on Christmas, you can actually do it the whole year. So I want to read for you from John chapter 3, verse 22 uh, to 30. It says, After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside where he spent some time with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing at Etnon near Salim because there was plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized. This was before John was put in prison. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testify about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends, the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine and it is now complete. And the last verse says, he must become greater, and I must become less. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you today, Lord God, for this beautiful time. I thank you, Lord God, for this church. I thank you for the worship team. I thank you, Lord God, for friends. I thank you, Lord God, for this community. I thank you, Lord God, because this was your dream. Your dream was to have the church, Lord God, in humanity a place where people could come and receive the good news. I pray today, Lord God, that as we celebrate Christmas and we have dinner and we exchange gifts and we go shopping to get presents, Lord God, for family, for relatives, I pray, Lord God, that during this time and this season, we will also think about the true meaning of, of Christmas, the gospel, and the best gift that we can give to you, Lord God, not only today or tomorrow or on the 25th, but for the rest of our lives. I pray, Lord God, that this church will continue to be a light to the community and that you will continue, Lord God, to become great and greater in this place. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So verse 30 says that uh, John said, he must become greater, I must become less. I really believe that this is the goal, this is the objective, this is the center of the gospel. Jesus Christ came to give his life on the cross, and he said that he came because he wanted to give us life, life abundantly, and we have access to that life. But this is the desire that John expressed about people coming to him that Jesus was becoming greater. I want you to remember, if you read the verses before, on um, chapter 3, chapter 2, chapter 1, you will notice that John the Baptist, he was a great, great prophet. Everybody respected John the Baptist. 
his, the power that John the Baptist had spiritually, the way he spoke words, the way he spoke about God's kingdom was so great that even the priests, you know, the Jews, they sent some priests to talk to John the Baptist and ask him if he was the Messiah that was supposed to come. So he, here is John the Baptist, you know, he's baptizing people, multitudes, you know, are coming to him, everybody likes him, everybody thinks that he is Jesus, that he is the one that was supposed to come. And in the middle of that time, John the Baptist, you know, he starts announcing, I want you to know that I'm not the Messiah, I'm not the Christ, he is on his way, and I am preparing his way. So you know the story, Jesus came to him. Jesus was baptized, and then Jesus, you know, started his ministry, and something started to happen in this chapter. The Bible says that at the same time, John the Baptist and Jesus, they were both baptizing people. Jesus was on one side of the town, and then John the Baptist was on the other side of the town, and all of a sudden, the crowds, the people, Staying, following Jesus more than John the Baptist. So people were following Jesus. The multitudes, you know, were switching from John the Baptist to Jesus. And that is when this situation, this uh, passage of the scripture takes place. The disciples of John come to John and they say, hey, John, uh, do you remember that man that you spoke about the other day? Uh, that you said, you know, that he was the one. And John said, yes, I do remember. That man, all the people are leaving us. You know, they're going to him and then getting baptized with him. And then John the Baptist, instead of getting sad or getting frustrated, he got very excited because he said, that is what is supposed to happen. People are supposed to go to Jesus and not to me. This is his time, not my time. It is very important that he increase." And I decrease. So in verse 30, he says, he must become greater and I must become less. I believe that this is the best gift that you can give to God in your life. This should be our prayer. This should be our goal. If you have a goal for 2019, let, let us not wait until the next Christmas, you know, to remember uh, the purpose of Christmas, the purpose of Jesus coming. Let's remember every single day that Jesus was the gift that the Father gave to us. But John the Baptist said, uh, he must become greater and I must become less. That should be our spiritual goal for 2019 is to say, God, uh, I don't want to live, you know, for myself anymore. I want you to become greater in my life, and I must become less. Um, there's, a, there's a book, you know, that I'm reading uh, right now that is called The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. Maybe Richard knows about it because, you know, Richard knows about how to treat, you know, employees really well, you know, in businesses. And uh, this... This book, you know, talks about how people feel different, you know, about approaches, about how they feel appreciated. The book says that a lot of people, uh, they like when you give them a present, you know, for their birthday or any celebration. 
Have you ever met somebody that they want a present, you know, for every single celebration of the year? They want a present for Christmas. They want a present, you know, for the 31st and then the 1st of January and then Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday and then Abraham Lincoln's birthday. And then comes Valentine, you know, and they expect you to have a plan already because something is going to happen. And then their birthday and then 4th of July, Labor Weekend. And oh, my gosh, you spend the whole year, you know, getting gifts, you know, for everybody. But you know what? When it comes to giving a gift to God, all he wants is for us to become less of ourselves. And one thing that really draws my attention about this book says, this book says that a lot of people, they're not into gifts. You know, and, and, and they talk about, you know, marriages, uh, relationships, you know, in the workplace, from the boss to the employees. They say that some people don't like public recognition. What some people like is quality time from the person that is leading them. So that means that some of you might like, you know, a recognition from your boss, you know, when you're doing a good job. But that book says that a lot of people, they just want to sit down, you know, with their boss, maybe for 20 minutes every once in a while, just to ask personal questions. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you liking your job? I like what you're doing. Great job. Thank you for doing this for the company. So some people feel that having a connection, a personal connection with their boss is the best gift you know, that they can get. And I include myself in that category. Um, and I was thinking about God. You know, there's a lot of things that we can do for God. Uh, you're coming to the church, you give your offerings, you give your tithes. I really, really, truly appreciate, you know, the worship team for coming and, and leading us in such an awesome worship. My friends who came, you know, last Sunday, uh, they were sending me text messages. The worship is awesome. We like the worship. And that girl, you know, I don't know what her name is, but she sings so awesome. And then this, and they were so excited, you know, about the worship, you know, last Sunday. There's a lot of things that we can do. No, me, no. It wasn't you. It was somebody else. Uh, <laughs> And you know what? There's so many things that we can do for the kingdom of God, but the best gift you can offer Jesus in Christmas, the best gift you can give to Jesus on the 31st, the best gift you can give to God in 2019 is that he becomes greater in your life and you become less. We all need to do a good job. You know, when I was studying this message this last week, um, I was thinking to myself, God, I need to let you become greater in my life. In my job, I do a lot of driving. Uh, it's one of the stressing things, you know, about my job. I travel all over Los Angeles County, you know, visiting clients. And I can tell you, if you drive in the 110, on the 10 freeway, on the 5, on the 60, on the 6th of 5, close to Downey and Whittier, uh, about 10 a.m. in the morning or 7 a.m. or 4 o'clock p.m., if you don't have Jesus in your life, <laughs> if you don't have the patience of Jesus, you are going to be very frustrated at the end of your driving. You have no idea how many people have made gestures to me on the freeway Either because they're so mad that I drive too slow or because they're so mad that I 
you know, maybe switch lanes. Uh, it's very often, it happens to me only, only almost like once a week. And when people, you know, do, do those type of gestures, you know, I only smile. And I said, oh, Lord, how much I need you. Um, I'm not the best, you know, but, but I was re- reminding myself this week, I need to become less so that Jesus can become greater. See, one of the things that sometimes we like, if you pay attention to the verses, you know, that we read before, it says that um, a lot of people, recognition is important for them. They want to be recognized. And I'm not saying that that is bad. It's actually, as I said, you know, about that book, that's one of the ways in which we thank people, you know, for their work. So... And, and it's totally fine, but, you know, when people, when the disciples came to John the Baptist and they said, hey, John, people, your ministry is going down. You know, hey, John, uh, your ministry, what's going on here? You know, the, the guy that you introduce us to right now, he has more people than you do right now. What's happening? And John the Baptist, you know, he didn't get mad. He didn't get upset. He didn't get angry. He was very excited because he says that is what is supposed to happen. It is important that he can increase and I decrease. Another gift that we can give to Jesus this Christmas and this 2019 is point people to God. I was a little sad, you know, I've been into so many parties, uh, not counting the party, you know, from the church because obviously, you know, we we love God and, and we pray and everything. But this week, I've been into so many parties, and I really don't, um, I don't drink, but, but guess what? I got a lot of alcohol, you know, in my work, and, and wine. They did a raffle, and uh, there was a big um, basket, you know, with liquor and wine, and I said, oh, my gosh, I hope I don't win that. I want, there was the next box, a next box, you know, on the other side. And I said, God, I pray for that Xbox, you know, to come to me. And they did the raffle, pull out my name, and then put a, uh, I pull out another piece of paper. And when I opened the little paper, Stella Rosa. And, and like 300 people were, you know, clapping. Hey, Franklin, good job. Invite me and sit down next to me. That's exciting. And I was like, okay, I got a lot of alcohol for Christmas. And, but anyways, um, so many celebrations but not one single word about Jesus. Can you imagine? We go to Malathy's home, and we're going to celebrate, you know, her birthday. And everybody shows up, and we have a good time. We all exchange gifts, and we're so excited and so happy, you know, that it's Malathy's birthday. But nobody tells Malathy happy birthday. It's like she doesn't exist. But one of the things that John the Baptist said is, let people go to Jesus. Let people go to God. I believe that in the process of us becoming less, we have to point people to Jesus. I'm not saying, you know, pick up the Bible and start preaching in your job because you'll probably uh, get fired if you do that or... Or you'll probably get a write-up on, I don't know. But you know what? By you becoming less, 
and let it Jesus becoming great in your life, people will see that there's a difference in your life. And you will point people to Jesus. So this Christmas, you know, that we're going to be celebrating, uh, some of you on the 24th, you know, the real day. Some of you on the 25th, uh, another real day. Uh, let's remember that let's point people to Jesus. You know, when they say Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, and, and throw Jesus right there in the picture, you know, because we are the ones that need to remind them about God. Do you remember that part of the Bible where it says, where Jesus says that we are the salt of this world? We are the ones who give flavor to this world. And I really believe that this is one of the ways in which he can become greater and we can become less. So... I want to take the time today, I, want to, I actually want to take a few minutes, you know, right there, you know where you are, and I want, you, I want us to make a simple prayer today, I want you to think about your life, you know, what 2018, you know, meant for you, where you are in your work with God, in your experience, in your relationship with God, um, if you think that maybe there's things in your life that need to change, this is what Christmas is all about. It's not just about having a reminder, like a picture there, or exchanging gifts. Christmas is about the gospel of Jesus. Christmas is about remembering what that gift is for. And the gift that we can give to God this time is us becoming less so that he can become greater. Whether it's your character, whether it's your driving on the freeway, like me, whether it's feelings, emotions, uh, discipline, habits, anything in your life, this is the opportunity for us to let God and Jesus become greater and us become less. How many of you would like to make that a priority in 2019? Amen. So let's close our eyes and let's, let's just pray. And... Let's pray actually for, for a few minutes and, you know, right there where you are, just close your eyes, think about your life, and I want you to tell God, you know, today, Lord, um, this, is, this is the gospel in my life. And just tell God, God, I pray that this Christmas will not be about me, will not be about what I can receive, but about what I can give to others and what I can give to you. And just pray that God, this 2019, I don't want to live for myself. I don't want to live, for, you know, for my own. I want to become less so that you can become greater. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you today, Lord God, one more time for every single person who is here today. Lord God, we all need you. The Bible says in Philippians, Lord God, that that who started the good work in us will carry it on to completion. The process, your process in our lives is not done, it's not finished. But I pray, Lord God, today as we finish the service, as we continue celebrating Christmas, that we must remember that Christmas is not about me. It's not about even um, about the presents or the gifts. Christmas is completely about you. It's about the sacrifice you made for us on the cross. 
But Lord God, the most important gift that we can give to you today for Christmas is that we think about how we can become less so that you can become greater in our lives. I pray for every single person over here. I pray for young people, Lord God, in this church. Young people who are making choices, who are making decisions, Lord God, about their future, about college, about career, about jobs. I pray, Lord God, that as they choose what career they want to live and spend for the rest of their lives working with, Lord God, I pray that they will become less and you will become greater, Lord God. Anybody here who is about to make a decision, a personal decision, Lord God, that we think about how this decision will make me less and make God greater in my life. We all need you, Lord God. We all need you, Jesus. I pray for this church, Lord God. I pray for the community. There's a lot of hurting people, Lord God, around this church. There's a lot of people, Lord God, who don't have good relationships, Lord, during Christmas. Maybe between parents and children, husbands and wives, uh, friends. I don't know, Lord God, but let this church become less so that you can become greater, Lord God. And the community can see that in us. I bless, Lord God, each one of us right now. And I pray that as we celebrate Christmas, Lord God, we will keep these words in our minds and our hearts. That the best gift we can give to you, Lord God, is not just remembering you. It's just not celebrating Christmas or coming to the service. The best gift that we can give to you is us becoming less so that you can become greater. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor.